I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hamburger and her Republican challenger has been called off. And the website for federal student loan forgiveness is live. Coming up at 9:10, we'll hear from CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. Asian markets up one and a half percent after we had three percent gains on Wall Street. It's nine o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Civilian areas of Kiev, Ukraine come under, under attack by Russia using drones that have killed at least four people. CBS's Skylar Henry reports. The Biden administration recently promised an additional $725 million in aid to Ukraine, but the military hardware won't include air defense systems. And that's what Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says his nation needs the most. He believes Russian airstrikes will end when Ukraine receives a sufficient quantity of modern and effective air defense systems. And while Russia keeps the pressure on from the air, Moscow is working to mobilize 300,000 reservists, calling up to reinforce ground troops in Ukraine. Early voting for the 2022 midterm elections is underway in Georgia. During a debate organized by the Atlanta Press Club, incumbent Republican Governor Brian Kemp says street gangs grew the pandemic during the pandemic because schools were closed. These kids that we're recruiting when they're 13, 14, 15 year old, uh, years old to be on the ball field or be in the band or be on the robotics team or what have you, extracurricular activity, they're being recruited by street gangs because they're not in the classroom. Democrat challenger Stacey Abrams says street gangs were not responsible for the attacks on spas, schools, or grocery stores. Street gangs are one part of the problem, but we have a governor who has weakened gun laws across this state, flooded our streets with guns by letting dangerous people get access to those weapons. Documents released by a congressional committee show former President Trump and his family's Secret Service protection details were charged exorbitant rates, all paid for with taxpayer money. CBS's Scott McFarland. In one case, the Secret Service was charged more than $1,100 for a room at the Trump International Hotel in D.C. for agents who were protecting Trump's son, Eric, well above the allowable $242 government rate. Committee documents also cited agent visits to Trump's Bedminster Golf Club and Mar-a-Lago and pointed to a public statement by Eric Trump in 2019 where he said the Secret Service stays at Trump's properties for free. You can now buy hearing aids over the counter. KCBS's Matt Bigler. At major pharmacies, hearing aids are now available without a prescription. That's great news for senior Lawrence Van Dyke, whose hearing isn't what it used to be. As I can tell, it's going fast. <laughs> it would be nice to be able to get these just over the counter. Yeah, it's, it's easier. It's also a lot cheaper, hundreds as opposed to thousands of dollars. Barbara Kelly, executive director of the Hearing Loss Association of America, hopes the over-the-counter hearing aids for people with mild to moderate hearing loss will destigmatize their use. Some people think that hearing loss is just for old people, and we know that that's not true. Matt Bigler for CBS News, Oakland. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's 9.03 on this Monday, October 17th, 2022, 58 degrees. We're going down to the upper 30s. Good evening. I'm Sarah Jacobs with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
New this evening, D.C.'s Attorney General's Office has been investigating the Washington Commanders, its owner, Daniel Snyder, and even the NFL since last year. And now there's word the wide-ranging investigation may be coming to a close. Once the investigation is officially complete, Attorney General Carl Racine's office is planning to take further action. That's according to the Washington Post, based off of comments from someone close to the investigation. The person saying Daniel Snyder of the Commanders and the NFL will soon face accountability for their actions. Snyder will no longer be able to dodge subpoenas or avoid testifying or answering questions, that person also said. It's not clear what actions are being considered. The investigation is reportedly looking into everything from sexual misconduct claims to ticket sales practices against Snyder, the team, and the NFL's handling of the workplace misconduct investigation. The team has denied much of what is being alleged. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Virginia's Attorney General also said it is investigating the team, and this comes a day before NFL owners are expected to meet. At that meeting, Snyder's wife Tanya, the team's co-CEO, and Commander's President Jason Wright will represent the Commanders. It looks like the debate for Virginia's 7th Congressional District is off. That debate would have seen Virginia Democratic Representative Abigail Spanberger square off against her Republican challenger, Yesley Vega, a member of the Prince William Board of County Supervisors. Organizers say in a statement they worked with the campaigns for both candidates but ended in an impasse over so, uh, security concerns and disagreements over the proposed moderators. The debate had been scheduled for October 21st. Four people have been found dead in a Prince William County home in what police the police chief says is a, an apparent case of domestic violence. Police found the four gunshot victims, two women and two men, inside a Dale City home in the 5200 block of Mansfield Court. Police Chief Peter Newsham says the Monday afternoon discovery was quickly followed by a man taken into custody. Uh, shortly after uh, the officers arrived on the scene, they were able to stop a person of interest. Uh, that person is being questioned, and preliminarily we believe this is a domestic. Chief Newsham says police recovered a weapon. Investigators began questioning the man in custody and planned to search the home and talk to neighbors. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 905. Do Arlington County Public Schools have a problem with their suspension policy? A lot of people are asking that question, especially those running the system and the school board. For example, elementary school students with disabilities make up 14% of the overall population, but they account for almost 60% of school suspensions last year. Arlington School Board member David Pretty. The numbers that we showed aren't any surprise to us. We've seen those before. The trends are, are still not in our favor. The county is planning to review the suspension data of every quarter, offer more training, and are, is hoping to fund three new positions in the Office of School Climate and Culture. Well, it was everything Andre Hockaday needed to run his on-deck batting cages in Capitol Heights. $20,000 worth of batting cage and exercise equipment. And crooks have stolen it all. The equipment was being stored in a trailer during renovations. Our news partners at NBC4 report security cameras caught it all. Someone drove into the business parking lot and stole the trailer along with everything in it. But because the trailer was not inside the business or hooked up to a vehicle, insurance isn't covering the loss. Hockaday said he started a fundraiser on his website. He's hoping to get back up and running for the winter, his busiest season. Coming up after traffic and weather, the website for borrowers to apply for student loan forgiveness is up and running. Critics have a lot to say about it. It's 9.07. Did you hear the news? There's a new team in town. DC News Now, your new local TV station. We've got more reporters in the field than anyone else and four locations throughout the DMV covering all the news that impacts you. We have late news. That's not too late.
Join me, the Smeen Mafus, for DC News Now at 9. Mornings, evenings, and late news, that's not too late. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings. We'll see you there. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 66 westbound after 123, work zone setting up now, and you're getting my single file to the right. And I believe they're starting to set up on eastbound 66 inside the Beltway approaching Route 7. You'll be down to a single lane there. On the westbound Dulles Airport access lanes near Wheelie Avenue, single lane gets by the paving. The toll lanes are all open. And on 395 and 95, pace is good. And no incidents or delays around the Beltway. All's quiet in both Maryland and in Virginia. On northbound DC 295, things are clearing out quickly. Uh, DC police reporting that the accident and police activity near Benning Road has cleared and the travel lanes are now open. And southbound 270 has road work now between I-70 and Route 85. Should be getting by single file to the left in the southbound direction. Northbound lanes are open. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway good to go, as is 50 out to the Bay Bridge and beyond. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Bob. And now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. A cold front is now pushed through the region, and tonight we're going to be partly cloudy, breezy, and colder. Our lows mid-30s to lower 40s. Partly to mostly sunny skies on Tuesday, a breezy and a chilly day. Our highs only in the mid-50s. Partly sunny, breezy, will stay chilly on Wednesday. Highs mid to upper 50s. A little better by Thursday, sunny skies, lighter winds, and a little bit warmer. Highs near 60. Sunshine and warmer on Friday with a high in the upper 60s. The weekend looks great with sunshine and highs near 70. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. Let's go to the airport. 56 at Dulles. It's 56 at BWI Marshall and 58 degrees at Reagan National. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. President Joe Biden unveiled the new studentaid.gov website where borrowers can apply for student loan relief. The plan allows up to $10,000 in federal student debt cancellation for people earning less than $125,000 a year or $250,000 for couples. Federal Pell Grant recipients can be forgiven an additional $10,000. CBS News anchor Lilia Luciano and CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane have more on the president's announcement and the critics who say this whole thing is just too expensive. This has been something they've been arguing over several weeks since this was announced, that this is an investment that will reap benefits for America for the students whose loans will be partially forgiven and for incentivizing college attendance, college enrollment, that in the longer term, it pays off. In the shorter term, it's hard to ignore the likelihood that this will add to the national debt or will add to government spending at a minimum. There is certainly a political reality here. I wouldn't ascribe campaign motives to this speech necessarily, but we're in an election cycle where the president's party needs young turnout. There was abundant young voter turnout in 2018 in which the Democrats scored big victories, won control of the U.S. House, made big inroads in state legislatures. His party very much needs that 
and the home stretch to the midterm elections. That's right, Scott. I mean, from Anthony Salvante's uh, polling, what we've learned is the Democrats rely heavily on this, uh, you know, on younger voters, and this is obviously a program that is popular among them. Uh, but the White House press secretary was asked why the president is not campaigning more. This is the kind of message that Democrats need to be spreading around. Is there a sense that the party will push the president to campaign more or that the president could be uh, perhaps a, a liability if he shows up too much uh, along with, uh, with candidates? Yeah, there's two things at play, I think, Lilia. Let me address the first issue. There are many political careers that have died when those politicians hooked their hopes and fates on young voters. It is unpredictable, fickle group of voters that comes in waves and sometimes goes in waves. That being said, in the first midterm election of a presidential first term, there's only a select group sometimes of incumbents who want the sitting president to be there on the campaign trail. Historically, that first midterm election goes against the party in power, against the presidential incumbent. So sometimes scarcity is a good thing. Mm. But there are areas of the country where the president will be well suited to be a surrogate. We'll see him go to Florida to campaign on behalf of the Democratic candidate for governor there, Charlie Crist. There'll be spots, but there'll also be spots where each party's nominee wants leaders in their party to stay away. There are Republicans who want former President Trump to steer clear. There are Democrats who no doubt want the current president to steer clear. That's just a normal rhythm and normal reality of a midterm election. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarlane coming up on WTOP Monday Night Football, the Broncos and the Chargers and the Caps and Canucks at Capital One Arena. Sports in two minutes, 913. Do you have a heating and air emergency? If so, you need HAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, hac911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The chilly temperatures are setting in now and it's not even winter yet. Call HAC 911 before you're left out in the cold. Don't let your house turn into an ice box. Keep your home warm all season long with the heating and air experts from HAC 911. Our technicians are fast and reliable. So when you're faced with an emergency, you don't have to wait long for relief. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, hvac911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. HVAC 911 has DC's most skilled and experienced contractor ready to service your furnace and air conditioning system. Call 301-939-0499 or visit us online at hvac911.com backslash DC. Brought to you by Steamfair's Local 602. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. The constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most valued. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here, Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals chipping away at this deficit on home ice. Rebound, Strom, and he scores! Dylan Strom on the rebound of a center point shot. Dylan Strom's first is a Washington Capital. And we got a one-goal game. It's 4-3. to three. Oh, hang on there, John Walton on 1500 AM. Just moments ago, the Capitals with the equalizer. It is now a 4-4 contest as we're about midway through the third period there at Capital One Arena. John Carlson with his first goal of the season, uh, scoring that one uh, roughly midway through this third period. Uh, Dylan Strom on the power play, as was Alex Ovechkin's goal just 56 seconds into this contest. The Washington Commanders announcing Carson Wentz underwent uh, successful surgery on the ring finger on his throwing hand. He'll immediately begin rehab, and the team did not provide a timeline for his return. Multiple reports, though, have Wentz sitting out four to six weeks. Monday Night Football in Los Angeles tonight. The Chargers trailing the Denver Broncos 10-7 to late in the second quarter, but they are driving, and uh, Russ is actually cooking tonight, believe it or not. 10 of 11, 116 yards and a touchdown. For Denver, Justin Herbert right now trying to get his team in scoring range uh, for the Chargers. The decisive game five of the ALDS in New York still in a holding pattern. It was, it's been in a rain delay for uh, more than two hours. It was supposed to be reassessed at seven. Still no word from the Yankees or the uh, or Major League Baseball. Uh, Yankees Guardians trying to get in this uh, winner-take-all contest. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. D.C.'s Attorney General plans to take action against Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. The Washington Post reports Carl Racine's investigation into the team is just about complete. Four people were found shot to death in a home in Dale City this afternoon. Police have recovered a gun and they are interviewing a person of interest. And the Secret Service was charged exorbitant rates when it stayed at hotels owned by the Trump Organization while on duty. Documents from the House Oversight Committee show the total added to almost one and a half million dollars, despite claims by Eric Trump that agents were staying for free or at cost. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 918 traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks we go to Bob Imler in the WTOP traffic center. Good news in the district on northbound DC 295 before Benning Road the crash of the police investigation is complete the lanes are open and traffic is running well around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia all is quiet. In Maryland southbound on uh, 270, left lane gets by the work zone from I-70 toward Route 85. Northbound lanes are open. Pretty good shape on 95 and the BWD Parkway. Uh, maybe setting up northbound again tonight on 95, though, approaching the Baltimore Beltway, and that should be along the right side, so be alert for that. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs well. In Virginia, 66 westbound, bogs down a bit, getting past 123, headed to Route 50. Single right lane is getting by road work on 395 and 95. So far, the pace is good on each. On the Dulles Airport access lanes near Wheelie Avenue, the paving project again in the airport lanes, getting my single file with a bit of a delay through there, not affecting traffic in the toll lanes. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. And now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. A strong cold front now moving off to the east and some colder air is going to come in over the next several days and that combined with a trough of low pressure will make it feel almost winter-like across our area all the way through Wednesday. There is a freeze watch for much of northern Virginia for Tuesday night. 
tonight. For tonight, partly cloudy skies, going to be breezy, and it's going to be colder. Our lows will be in the middle 30s to lower 40s. We're going to raise your partly sunny to mostly sunny on Tuesday, but it's going to be a breezy and a chilly day. Our highs only in the middle 50s. Partly sunny skies on Wednesday, and we're going to stay breezy and chilly. Highs only in the mid to upper 50s. A little better by Thursday. A good deal of sunshine. The winds will be lighter, and it's going to be a little bit warmer as we get up to high near 60. Then a nice day on Friday. Lots of sunshine, still warmer. Highs upper 60s. The coming weekend looks great with sunshine and highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenderford. 58 in College Park, 56 in Fairfax, 58 on the National Mall. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. After upheaval at the planning board, who gets to shape Montgomery County's development now? I'm Kate Ryan. 920. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. <gasps> now, what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot near sites, and lag! You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Get Xfinity Internet with unlimited data included for just $29.99 a month for two full years with no annual contract required when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash TMOFAX, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay, ends 11-14-22. Restrictions apply. New Performance Pro Internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at ANOVA.org heartbeat. Don't miss WTOP's Small Business September ebook, available now on WTOP.com. This ebook provides insights, tips, and advice to help your small business grow. Special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Eagle Bank, and all of our contributors, including the Greater Washington Board of Trade, the Greater Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, BizLaunch, a division of Arlington Economic Development, Industrious, Prince William County Economic Development, and Eagle Bank, equal housing lender and member FDIC. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September and check out the ebook today. This is WTOP News. 922. They influence decades of future development in Montgomery County, including housing patterns and road projects. But the Montgomery County Planning Board's internal tensions boiled over. And now, less than a week after the entire planning board resigned, there's an effort underway to replace the members. After last week's resignations of all five planning board members, Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz says the council is focused on the future with applications for all five planning board positions due by 5 p.m. Tuesday. Our hope and our intent is that by Thursday, October 27th, we will have five new temporary members of the board that will be able to begin their work right away. Albornoz refused to say if the past board members had been told to resign. The council has the authority to appoint and remove planning board members. Once the temporary board members are in place, the look for permanent members begins. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 
If Howard County school staffers test positive for COVID during the school year, they will get paid leave. Under a new agreement between Howard County Public Schools and the county's teacher union, employees will get up to six consecutive calendar days of leave, and they can do that up to twice a year. Each student and staffer is required to isolate for five days after testing positive for COVID. That's a rule based on CDC guidance. They may return in person on day six if they are fever-free and their symptoms are reduced. Now an update on 11 parents who filed suit against the Loudoun County Public School System, the school board, and several administrators regarding student gender identity policies. Loudoun now reports the parents had has riled up, has filed a pared down and amended complaint after a judge said their initial filing was too broad. The parents are not happy with the county school board adding ancestry, sexual orientation, and gender identity to the protected categories within the school system. The original lawsuit said taxpayer dollars are being used to advance a woke agenda or racial and gender indoctrination. The lawsuit originally announced by America First Legal back in late June. It's led by senior members of the Trump administration and bills itself as the long-awaited answer to the American Civil Liberties Union. Now to a community trying to stay together after its church burned down early Friday morning. The Mount Olivet Church is Arlington's oldest continually run house of worship. The initial damage estimate for the property is a million dollars. And over the weekend, they held their service outside while considering their next steps. You hear church fire, you get worried. No assumption that it was arson or anything. Head Pastor Sarah Keeling says that it is an assumed electrical fire. The accident has left a hole in the roof of their office building and water and smoke damage throughout the church. They're keeping their sanctuary and preschool closed for the time being due to air quality concerns. She said the next church services will be somewhere else. Walker Chapel is three miles up the road from us, so we're, we're exploring that avenue of, of being together. There is no timeline of when parishioners will once again be able to walk through Mount Olivet. We'll be rebuilding, of course, but we still have damage to assess and agencies to work through. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The semiconductor shortage that has wreaked havoc on automakers and other industries may be easing up. Susquehanna Financial says chip delivery times fell last month by the most in four years, and some pockets of oversupply are cropping up. Mercedes is taking aim at Tesla's Model Y with an electric SUV called the EQE. It offers slightly better range than the Model Y while costing a bit more. It's Mercedes' latest step toward its goal of going all electric by 2030. The latest recession talk failed to stop the latest Wall Street rally. Stocks posted their best gains in two weeks. Dow Industrials climbed 551. The S&P rose 95. The Nasdaq gained 354. Bank of America made a ton of money last quarter from rising interest rates. It posted its best quarterly interest income in at least a decade, even after subtracting the interest paid to depositors. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on two developing stories this evening. The shooting deaths of four adults in a home in Dale City. And word the D.C. Attorney General's office is wrapping up the investigation of Daniel Snyder and the Washington Commanders. The stories after traffic and weather, 927. Recently, I wanted to take my sister out for her birthday. And I wanted someplace out of the ordinary, so I took her to Fogo to Shown. I love going to Fogo because of the wide variety of foods we can try. You see, at Fogo, you don't just order one thing. You can try all of their 